to someone out in the world today and they are going to melt. It's so hot. I don't care how cool anyone's trying to be. Yeah, I I immediately found a pen in the station here and put my hair in a little bun with a pen. So that's how hot it is today. Um, So welcome, Sammy. Is this your first time on Cape Chai? I think that it is. So this has been like 
my secret deepest desire on earth has to been Amazing. to be asked to be on like a co-host of a, someone's show for an episode. <laughs> Amazing. But thank you so much for Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. I hear also that you had previously texted into the show, so I'm happy that this is like a full circle experience for you. Yeah, one time you were doing a show a while ago and I texted in anonymously. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it was a, I think it was before the anonymous, but I oh, yeah. had my number at the time, so I just was like. Oh, perfect. So, anonymous to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, you remember who the co-host was? Did we give you I, a good answer? You did give me a good answer, which I did not listen to the advice <laughs> that of. Sounds good. That's not opinions. Well, it's not really advice. It's opinions. That's what, it's like much more safe that way. Well, even I mean, even when the advice is good, and I say this all the time to my friends when I'm talking about something, I'm like, yeah. listen, like you should do this, this, and that. Right. That being said, I never do anything I say <laughs> that I yeah. would advise someone else to do. Of I'm not necessarily going to do it either. But yeah. So anyway, the advice was good. Oh, good. I'm glad. So you did the opposite, or you did somewhere in between our advice and what you wanted to I, do? I think I did like somewhere in between and opposite. Um, I basically, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it, it didn't. It fizzled out, so it was like, and yeah. didn't need the advice in the end. Cool. That makes it was sense. about like broaching. I think it was about. Yeah, what was the question? I think it was like I was <laughs> interested in a friend of mine. But, mm-hmm. I, but I wasn't sure, like, how do you broach the, like, how do you broach friends, like, cross the line between friendship and romance? Oh, yeah. That's such a good question, When you're though. friends with someone, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, uh, it's a question that's come up, like, even one of my cousins was asking me about it the other day. Really? You know, and I was like, huh, that's a, that is a problem people have. Yeah. I remember getting that question at some point, and I don't know if it was you. I think that's a common question, too, is, like, yeah. I have a friend and I feel something and I'm not sure. And I think um, one of my co-hosts, I think it was Zach Sherwin, said, just ask them. <laughs> you know, in terms of like, how do I figure out if they are feeling the same way or not, you know? And I just thought it was great advice. And I know that that also maybe sounds a little minimizing to the difficulty of being in that situation and not wanting to jeopardize a friendship. But I thought it was so great because if you really are friends with someone, it seems like that would transcend a little bit of awkwardness if you're like, hey, I'm attracted to you. Are you attracted to me? Like, should we fool around and see what happens? Like, is that so bad? You know? Yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah. But we're like, I don't know, hardwired to think it's a problem. I don't know, it shouldn't be, but we are like, there's, I don't know where that comes from, this sense of like, you don't broach it. Or or if you do, if it's like un- reciprocated, then it's real bad and, like, everything's tumbled down, but I I don't know. I think, like, with real friends, you can, like, get past that. I think so, too. Or you should be able to. You should be able to. Yeah, you should be. Doesn't mean it does, but... It doesn't mean it, yeah. Um, So, anyways, I'm glad that you're coming on. And also, okay, so... I always encourage my guests to come with some questions or things that they want to talk about. And I was so pleased that you had some topic ideas. So you had suggested that we talk about love versus romance. So I would love to hear what you have in mind for that and just pick your brain about that. So tell us about that. Where did you come from? Well, I I guess uh, where that came from. Well, I think when we first started talking about it, like we, when I bumped into you at that birthday party, yeah, and yeah. like, let's do the show. Do For everyone yeah. out there, that's, I, I <laughs> know that. We've known each other a long time. The yeah, guy we were almost, almost moved, roommates. Except I don't really like having roommates, but. <laughs> and yeah. me neither, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But I guess I was sold to you because I'm clean. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyways, go Yelena on. Yelena wanted totally. us to live together because you're clean and I'm clean, and she thought that would be a great yeah. fit. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which actually is a relevant reason to try and put people in a house together. Very. You know, I think it really is important. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess when I bumped into well, we, for everyone out there listening, <laughs> we bumped into each other at a birthday party at Tam O'Shanter's, which is this bizarre yeah. little, like, restaurant. It's a Scottish restaurant, I think. Is it like Scottish or Irish or something? I, I'm pretty sure it's Scottish. It's Scottish. And okay. everyone has to wear, like, kilts when they work there. Yeah. It's absurd. <laughs> yeah. And it's in, like, an old part of Los Feliz kind of a... Yeah. It's actually an outwater, I guess. Yeah, it's an outwater. Also, I was happy going there because as I was going there, I'd never been before, and I was walking by. There's another bar on the street that is right, de- like right mm-hmm. next to it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. And I saw that one, and I was like, "Ugh, this crowd looks terrible. I'm gonna hate this. Like, I already don't want to be here, even though I love the person whose birthday it was." And then I was like, "Oh, this isn't the place that I'm going." And then I walked into Tamo Shanters, which yeah. is like a quiet Scottish bar, and I was yeah. like, "This is my jam." <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Everyone's so, like eating French fries. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess I don't know. You know that the love versus romance topic has probably been on my mind because, like, you know, I'm, I was in a very like serious love relationship with someone recent until like somewhat recently, mm-hmm. and um, that ended. And I guess I started really thinking about like what what are the differences between like love versus a romantic relationship is there is yeah. there like there's definitely they, they cross and like some, maybe you need both for that, like anything to work in a way yeah and I guess also so so with that in mind I, I looked up some for me like I look for these answers to these questions which are mm-hmm. unanswerable I guess which is sure. why I love like that you have a show about this and there's probably <laughs> a thousand other shows about this yeah and people have been writing about this forever, so I always look yeah. to literature for it. And so I basically spent part of this week just, like, thinking and, and about who I like to read and what, yeah. like, thinkers, and just was, like, looking up some of their quotes about some of these. I love it. Like, so, we, are you going to read us some? Yeah, I'll read yeah. one. So I think that one that really stuck out to me the most right now yeah. about uh, romance mm-hmm. is by Oscar Wilde. Ooh. Who I guess is probably one of the most quotable, easily quotable people, just because his writing is just so, he's so good at quoting, like creating yeah. such a quote like, totally. for it. Yeah. Um, so I love this line from him. The very essence of romance is uncertainty. Ooh. So I don't know. Like, let's start from there. Let's start from there. Yeah. Well, the very essence of romance is uncertainty. I mean... It makes me think of the idea that falling in love is similar to sort of a fear response of, like, falling backwards and not knowing what's going to happen <laughs> because you sort of feel the same amount of, I don't know if it's adrenaline is the right word, but it's sort of the same destabilizing effect on your body and on your emotions where you feel sort of out of control sometimes. You know, like that idea mm-hmm. of, like, yeah. falling just in general, whether it's in love or off of a cliff or something, you know. Right. Um so that is kind of what I think of when you say that quote is just the sort of destabilizing effect of all these feelings when they actually sort of overtake you and you're maybe not yourself at the per- you know just all the things that happen in sort of the beginning phases where you're like trying to find some ground but still like are wrapped up in these new emotions. I, I guess I think of it a, w- w- the part of it that stands out to me is really I think. Um, that the very essence of romance is uncertainty is that mm-hmm. 
when 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 you think of romance as distinct from love or like a part of it, right? That's the thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. a different subcategory of love mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, that that romance is like more wrapped up in the unknown, and mm-hmm. it's that's what's so like the blooming of that romance is that like you don't know what it could be. Right. You don't know who that person that like caught your eye or whatever or yeah. who's talking to you or Yeah, you and just, that's kind of like the excitement too. Yeah. You know, you never know who that person at human resources might be that <laughs> night, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so like, exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's to me why I love that quote. Yeah. I guess. Because that's kind of the most like thrilling part of being, I guess, a human in my mind to some yeah. extent. It's like one of the most thrilling parts of it is you get to like discover, and that's it's like yeah. the thrill of like getting to know and all the possibilities that could exist. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I love that. Also, I was thinking that it would be fun um, to do. <laughs> this is where my brain goes. I'm like, let's play a free word association game. Sure. But when you had brought up this as a topic, I was thinking that it would be helpful to sort of define sort of what you're saying in terms of what you think of when you think of romance. So I was thinking that we should do some associations with what okay. we think of when we so think of love and then romance. Okay, that sounds so like fun yeah, to Yeah, totally. Okay, is, I love is this part of like your, your professional thing too? Do you do this in like marriage therapy stuff? Um, I try to keep them pretty separate, but there's no, like, answer. I can't. No, no, no. Like, yeah. this kind of game. Do you guys do that? Is that, like, a technique from that or not? No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, mean, I just like games. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for that, too. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting, though. I mean, there's a lot of questions, you know, as a therapist, I ask a lot of open-ended questions to try and get at the meaning of what someone means by certain words. So, in that sense, sure, that, you know, because a lot of times people will use vocabulary and they think that I know as their therapist, what they're talking about, but I have no idea because it might have a completely different association for them, you know? So I guess the core of that is sort of what I was interested in in this game. And also I just like word games. Cool. (laughs) So, okay, so how about, should we start with love and like what your associations with love are? Sure. Um, Okay, go. Commitment. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say anything so you don't feel like I'm like saying that that one's good or not. (laughs) No, no, no. Go. (laughs) Commitment. Uh, responsibility, servitude. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> those, are the, those are the two that really stick out to me. Commitment like, and responsibility. Yeah, like okay. that's the big difference with love to me versus versus romance. romance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Let me go. Um, okay, I don't know. Okay, so love. Okay, love. Um, warmth. Um, Passion, um, like comfort, reliability, stability, um, acceptance. That's a good list, right? Yeah, no, those are okay. So, I guess the things that you mentioned Mm -hmm. are, in my mind, like successful. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I guess I think about, you know my beloved family when I Mm -hmm. think about love in a way you know yeah both my parents got divorced you know both of them got Mm -hmm. remarried Mm -hmm. um almost um, all my close friends parents were like divorced remarried whatever yeah um I guess I just 
I think in like the ideal love, like you get all mm-hmm. those things like warmth, comfort, you're at ease, you're yeah. like passionate about that person for a long time. Yeah. Um but I don't feel like those are required necessarily to like yeah. love someone, you know? Yeah. Like it can be you hate them, like you can't stand them, they are totally. insane, I mean all these other things. Yeah. But you just are committed and responsible for them to an extent. Mm-hmm. And like they're just your family or something. Yeah. At the end of the day. Even though you're choosing them as a family and you may hate them even, but yeah. Like this is what it means to like in it's almost like an endurance, which is sort of a yeah. dark but yours is more like, negative like, than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that, uh, you know, I'm a bright flower and you're a dark cloud, but... No, 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 no. Yeah. But I guess I just think of, like, to me, love is so much... It's not... It is an emotional state, but it also mm-hmm. really it suggests a serious, like, commitment to someone. Yeah. And, like, willing to whatever that means, like, deal with all of their issues and problems yeah, and like all of that unconditional too. love is that you don't yeah. accept someone despite all the things that you hate about them <laughs> well, I guess I'll do it with romance now yeah with romance like desire uh, the unknown mm-hmm. um, flirtation mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you could say a lot of the things you mentioned earlier, just like passion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I was surprised that I said passion when I thought of love. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised by that as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there's also something to say that there's a lot of this I don't know about because I've never been in like a super long-term mm-hmm. committed relationship for more than like a few years. Yeah. Now. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say you've never been in love. No, that's and we not. were going to veer the show no, 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 all no, no, about no. you. No, 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 no. <laughs> just that I've been in romances many, many times, and mm-hmm. I've been in love a few times. You know, yeah, very yeah. A few times. Yeah. And so you think that it's a long-term thing that love is usually... I, I don't even of. think it's a long-term thing necessarily, but it's mm-hmm. like a committed thing. It's like right. a responsibility to someone to me. It's yeah. more like, it's like, I'm will if I'm gonna say I'm in love with someone, it means like, okay, I'm going to rearrange my life to right. work with their life in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um... And like go through many, yeah. It's like more about sacrificing than yeah, and then gaining something necessarily. Yeah, which is kind of a, sounds awful that you have to sort of sacrifice to be with. <laughs> like the word compromise, I talk about this word all the time because I hate the word because I feel like that implies that both people lose, you know, versus looking at love or looking at something that you're both mutually invested in that you want to get something out of and you want to have your partner get something out of as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the word compromise is awful. As is just the idea that you have to give up anything to like be in love, you know. I don't know. It's my own. I'm, yeah. I'm like working on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it ties in nicely with one of the other quotes I found yeah. that I liked, which Tell is me. by Nietzsche, and he says, um, "There's always some madness in love, but there's always some reason in madness." Can I read it again. There's so always? he says, "There's always some madness in love." But there's also always some reason in madness. And, like, listening to it, uh, reading it, it makes me think about, like, like in 
love, there's of course like the romance has got to be in it, yeah. you know, and yeah. th- like that's the madness of it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's always some reason in madness. Like there is some like something yeah. driving the madness to a certain extent. I think is what he's trying to say. Yeah. And that's to me the like sacrifice part of it. That like I know what I'm getting into to a certain extent, and I'm choosing this yeah. human to like withstand this with or deal with these things with or whatever. Right. Right. Well, and a lot of our questions, too, um, and then we'll get to some questions in a second, but are about sort of the idea of, yeah, sort of bringing romance back to love. So I think that people sort of consistently thought about how maybe you're sort of phrasing it in terms of maybe a relationship starts with the more flirtatious sort of romance idealization of someone and then transitions into love in a more longer committed sort of way. Um, okay, but wait, we have to make it even. I have to free associate with romance and play my own game. Okay. Which I really feel like would be better to music, but oh well. Um, okay, let's see. So romance, probably also flirtatious, um, red, um, sex, um, pleasure, mm-hmm, spontaneity, mm-hmm. Like being swept off your feet, flowers, chocolate, pretty much all of the stereotypical things <laughs> from culture. Yeah. I was mean, <laughs> thinking of all those things. Yeah, there's some yeah. pretty big ones I forgot yeah. to mention, like the yeah. S word. Uh, like sex. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, like a pretty big drive of romance to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but also kind of not because I feel like a lot of the associations that I have with romance that I'm trying to find words for is about just the idea of sexual tension or flirtatiousness, but not necessarily, like, like when I think romance, yeah, I don't think, like, intercourse, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, oh, I'm, like, being charmed by someone, you right. know? No, so. I think the charm is a big part of it. Yeah. That's, like, the swept off your feet thing. It's, like, mm-hmm. that's a big, ing- that's a very important ingredient is the charm. Yeah, because you know? sex isn't really romantic. I mean, sex can be romantic, but I don't think not any sex fun is romance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sex is about power. Sex isn't about, like, Romance. It can be. Again, it You're can like, be. It's just about power and. Well, it is, right? Yeah, kind violence. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be violent, but it's about a power dynamic, right? That's, yeah, this is my opinion. Um, James is laughing. Yeah. Um, people can text in if they want to talk about yeah. sexist power. Two and three five four L O V E zero. Or people can call in as well. Um, okay, should we do some questions? Yeah, let's do one. Or do you have more? Um, no, I, I'm, I'm just like, I, I had a yeah. a list of a bunch of them, so I'll like yeah. throw them out there. Okay, we'll do a question and then we'll go back to you, cool. which I so appreciate, um, yeah, just the preparation that you put into yeah, the show. That's totally. so kind of you. Also, yes. it makes my life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one's interesting. This anonymous email, 32, says, My boyfriend and I are considering making our relationship open instead of monogamous. We have been together for about two years, and I trust the strength of our relationship to withstand this new adventure. We both began discussing it as a way to explore sexual pleasure outside of the relationship. I feel excited about the prospect of being with other men, and my boyfriend seems excited to be with other women. I'm also nervous that it might put a lot of strain on our relationships since it puts our trust for one another under a microscope in a way. Any thoughts on the best way to transition into this new phase of our relationship? Anonymous 32 female. Anonymous 32 female. Just do it. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 
Well, it sounds like she's already like, convinced that they're going to do it. Like, I'm going to do a huge favor. Just do it. <laughs> well, I wonder, yeah. too, and this is just my own curiosity, but I wonder whose idea was, because she's saying we, and that's completely, I'm just really stereotyping men as being more interested in sex than women, which I don't believe is really the yeah, case at really. all. However, she says it really neutrally, like, we began discussing it, and, and I'm excited, and he's excited. Yeah, that sounds very other people. It sounds very um, equal, though, in terms of their, like, yeah, I, wanting I, to do this thing. She uh, very likely could be. Yeah. They're um, <laughs> so skeptical. <laughs> I'm skeptical that it's, yeah. like, a mutual thing. Um, but you think that her bar- her boyfriend was like, let's uh, let's open it up. Then. I think it's like becoming in vogue a little bit, or or yeah. people are starting to push for it a little more. I think yeah. like I don't. I'm curious where that comes from. The um, open, really yeah, yeah, the open, really so like where what's yeah. driving that openness towards it, or this like yeah. feeling that they can people can start like requesting it. I had definitely yeah. have friends who lived together for years and were the entire time had an open relationship you know we're together like mm-hmm. we're primary partners and, and they were there, they were like evangelical christians about this you know like every yeah. time i'd go to a dinner party my friend is there just like you know polyamory isn't a you know it's not a pot love is not a pie it's infinite you know he's like yeah. convert every wait love is not it. a pie it's infinite yeah that's love. a really interesting metaphor i love that okay yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, oh yeah, go on. So anyway, I, I'm curious where that's coming from. I know... It seems like it's just becoming something that is now a part of the collective sort of belief that that's okay. Yeah. And so cultural, like culturally, it's not at, like so out of the norm anymore yeah, in the same way that like, you know, individuals who are not wanting to subscribe to gender binaries are now like, oh, well, I can be yeah. gender neutral. I'm going to do that, you know. That being said, I feel like... Not wanting to subscribe to gender is mm-hmm. like way more okay than mm-hmm. being like open relationship. It's like it is maybe one of the final frontiers. Like people <laughs> are final just, frontier. I mean, really, I mean, people are so hardwired into monogamy. <laughs> We're like indoctrinated into a monogamy yeah. to an extent. No, it's true. And it's like, for better or worse, maybe it's the best option. I don't know. But yeah. Um, that being said, let's... That movie, The Lobster. I always think of that movie, The Lobster. Did you see that I movie? I did. I don't remember it that much, though. It was, it was just pro-marriage and coupledom. Yeah. And you know, but, like, not, but not, actually not. It was the opposite. But it was saying that culturally, people are very pro-marriage. And, like, yeah. it was, you know, very um, satirical. But it was interesting. Yeah. Um, totally. So, I, yeah, I think I, to agree, like, it is a final frontier, like, to make... Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think so. And I think... I, you know, it's for Anonymous 32, I would say it's definitely possible, but it's something you have to make sure. I think more than trusting the other person, yeah, it's more about just communicating with the other person. Yeah, it's I mean, like, what does nice trust thing. have to do with anything? Yeah, there? well, I mean, you have to trust that they're going to follow the rules of whatever you guys come up with, so I guess That's there's true. that. But I think for me, and again, these are just opinions, and this is just my opinion, but I think for me, it seems like, in theory, that sounds great, you know? Why not try and have more sexual experiences with people if you're both feeling comfortable and safe in your relationship, but you want to sort of explore? And it starts to get really complicated in terms of what is, like, how does that look, and how are we going to communicate about this, and what are the boundaries of who we can be with, and yeah, totally. can we be with our people in our circle, and is that going to change your relationships with 
those people that we both maybe you know, and it's just like my brain basically explodes in a second, <laughs> and it's just too overwhelming for me. So right. for me, and again, I'm kind of not being a good, helpful person, but for me, it just seems like a lot of work. So it's hard for me to sort of wrap my head around like what's the best way to transition into that when I have so many associations with my own sort of feelings that come up around the idea of being in an open relationship. Yeah, so totally. I feel sort of unprepared to answer this question in a, like a neutral way. <laughs> well, I've so. never been in a open, like I've never been in love with someone and then mm-hmm. also had like the, the, I don't even want to say polyamory, which I think mm-hmm. is distinct from an open relationship. Like polyamory mm-hmm. is, is like you're in love with multiple people at once and right. in deeply committed relationships with those people. And people do mm-hmm. that and it works. Yeah. yeah those people. Totally. Um, open relationship is like, I want to fuck around, you know? Yeah, totally. Am I allowed to swear on I'm you? Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. I love yeah. the FCC. Like, no, we're good. Cracking K-Chunk. No, I think um, we're okay. Um, so, yeah, that's true. That is my Like, favorite. I want, you know, because I think there's something, you know, in... in it actually sounds better to me in terms, like, polyamory actually sounds like a more rewarding situation than just being able to sleep with multiple people in yeah. an open way, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, that, um, anyway, I, I, now I, like, totally forgot. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. It's okay. But, yeah, I think that the idea of polyamory, which I think we have another question about. Here, let's answer this question, too. We'll sort of wrap it into two questions for this person. Um, this person says, how do you think the popularization and normalization of polyamory has impacted people's conception of committed relationships, if at all, anonymous? Um, that's a good question. I think that they're questioning, like, how they want to be in relationships more than maybe ever before, just because it is sort of a more normal, normal, quote-unquote, which is also a terrible thing to gauge yourself against, but it's also not so um, challenging, I feel, in terms of having other people in society sort of judge you if you're going to be in a relationship in a certain way, and I think that sometimes that's hard for people. I also think there is definitely an aspect of it that is, like this coastal bubble kind of thing that, yeah. that we get a living yeah, in where you're, you know, yeah. in L.A. or if you're in New York or Paris or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's much more open. I mean, I, I can't imagine, yeah. you know, where I grew up in Kansas, like, the kids that I know that, Kansas? yeah, and the kids that, like, still live there are like, oh, yeah, my, I'm going to go to, like, my Orthodox Jewish community there, and they'll be like, oh, we're not polyamorous now. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah. um, Something that someone, uh, someone who I met who, I don't remember if they were polyamorous or if they were just in an open relationship, but they were mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I'm engaged, I've been with my fiancé for years. Yeah. Um, and they said something that I thought was really interesting. They were like, you know, with my partner, my primary partner, mm-hmm. I can, we can give each other so many things. You know, we can give each other intimacy and mm-hmm. love and affection and, like, we're at ease with one another and yeah. committed to one another. Mm-hmm. What we can't, but we recognize the limits to that, mm-hmm. which is, like, we can't give each other the thrill of a first kiss. We can't uh, give each other the thrill of a one-night stand. Yeah. We can't give each other, like, that uncertainty that I was talking about earlier with that Oscar Wilde mentioned. Yeah, the you first know? kisses are fun. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get that, like, electricity, you know? I yeah. I think, uh, you know. Even if it's a bad first kiss, it's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's what I, my take on it, I yeah. guess. I, I have never been in a successful version of that. Yeah. Um, I find it's like oftentimes yeah. kind of with my friends that are faced with that 
proposition too. It's often like kind of anxiety inducing for them. Because there's this aspect of relationships that another friend of mine and I talked about before, which is that I don't feel like people like to mention really, but it's that like mm-hmm. in every relationship, there's always someone that kind of needs the other person a, a little bit more. It might just be like an eyelash more that they need the other one or something yeah. to an extent. A little bit of a power imbalance or something. There's always some kind of like power imbalance. I've, at least mm-hmm. I've never seen like, a, I've never once witnessed a relationship that was like really true parody. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but in the polyamory thing or the open relationship, the, usually yeah. like the person requesting it is right. like and the one with a little more agency and power in the relationship. Yeah, and, and it also like, just oh. takes so much confidence to be able to feel, and that's where this woman's question about, you know, feeling, what did she say? She says, um, to do, do been together for about two years and trust, and I trust the strength of our relationship to withstand this new adventure. So that seems like a really confident statement. And again, I think, you know, to sort of like like help, but not help her because, you know, she will do whatever she wants. But it sounds like she has been conversing with her boyfriend in a really open way. And if this is something they're deciding to do, I think just communicating about it in an open and clear way is the only sort of opinion that I would give in terms of like how to enter into a new sort of of the relationship, you know, so that would be my only thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you, here's the other thing. You can always do it and then not do yeah. it. Yeah, you know? and, and talk it about it if a couple months goes by. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. that, that's why I was saying it's less about trust and more mm-hmm. about communicating. And it's like yeah. being, to me, that is, if you're going to do it, it has to be communication. You, yeah. It's like the most essential part is being able to, like, communicate. Yeah. Um, effectively or, you know, openly with your partner. And yeah. Being able to just, like, it's all on the table. Like, something's bothering you, you've got to be able to, like, snap and say it immediately. Yeah. And they have to be able to, like, be receptive to that. I would mm-hmm. think. I think a lot of people, when they're um, facing this option down, mm-hmm. it often is like, how do I trust that this person isn't going to, like, find someone else? And, right, which and, is, that would give me so much anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> but I, for sure. But so, I, I would always yeah. wonder, like, but what, what guarantee does anyone have? Mm-hmm. You know, like, my... Well, totally. My, my dad and my stepmom have been together for like twenty plus, twenty five plus years. Yeah. I, I mean, I, listen, totally unlikely they're gonna like my dad or she's gonna meet someone else and they're gonna leave one another. But there's yeah. no, there's no like, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee at either of their heads that they. And people still get divorced later yeah. on in life too if they're totally. not happy. You know, like, which I think is great. I mean, yeah, yeah, relationships are ending, but people yeah. are like putting themselves in their own happiness first, like regardless of. Totally. How difficult it is to sort of split up a household or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, there's no guarantee that anyone. I guess the only difference is, is it's a little bit like. I don't have a good metaphor for it, but I guess mm-hmm. you know if you're like out there in the world, the likeliness that you'll like meet someone else maybe goes up. Yeah. Which is what, and, you totally. know, that can happen. But I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all for people like pushing the boundaries of their relationships. Yeah, I totally. think it's cool. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I would. I think. To stereotype it, like what I found, it's a lot of times like men asking for it. I do know women that are like, I have a, a friend who's like a psychoanalyst. I would love if she, she would be so happy to listen to your show right now. Yeah. Um, she's getting her PhD, and, and she is like so liberated and so open and yeah. like powerful about this kind of stuff in yeah. a way that like I find so refreshing because I our society and culture so much celebrates like male sexuality and in this way that like women don't so it's like mm-hmm. 
that's probably a lot of the reason why, like, women aren't, like, you know, as, like, running around in that way, you know, and, like, being wanting to do it. But they are, they're not talking about it because they're worried that they're going to get yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like we're indoctrinated to, like, not celebrate that, which yeah. is sad and sucks. It's like you're a like, player and then you're a slut. You're yeah, not, like, yeah. you're not, like, a female player. Like, the word player <laughs> is a man. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's, like, a very horrible, <laughs> yeah, horrible. horrible, unfortunate. Um, we just got a text message saying, tell Sammy to stop talking about me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know who this is from, but... Whoa. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not my stepdad. I'm sure that this person is probably joking. There's an exclamation point, which I interpret as playful. Maybe this person There's is really angry. There's definitely going to be a text message <laughs> in one second being like, I'm not joking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I wonder what we were talking about, but uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, okay, well, we have more questions, but do yeah. you want to, you have such a, I yeah. see your computer, well, but all I can see is the Apple, so I don't know what's behind it, so yeah. do you want to um, share? Well, what's a good one that goes into this that we've been talking about? Well, this is a good one. Uh, this isn't, uh, probably a lot of people won't like the person that quotes, that I'm about to quote. It's uh, by Humpert Humpert. From, <laughs> he's the main character from uh, Lolita. Oh, okay. He's like the the child rapist from okay, Lolita. Right, right. Yeah, but he, he has a, a good book. Such a great book. Yeah. So he has a line, and he says, "I knew I had, I knew I had fallen in love with Lolita forever, but I also knew she would not forever be Lolita." And I think that's like <laughs> now from him, we all know who he is. Like he's talking about she's gonna be like grow out of being like a twelve year old. But I think also, it's like, I just am reminded of the, sorry to interrupt your story, yeah. but it's time time sensitive, of the Matthew McConaughey's character in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, one of my favorite all-time movie quotes. It's the great thing about high school girls. I get older, but they stay the same age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's basically like he's saying, eventually, she's not going to be a child anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So and therefore, it's sexually appealing to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, that is horrible and disgusting, and I'm not. That's not why I like the quote. Yeah. Of course. The reason I think it's a cool quote is because it's talking about the nature of change and, like, mm-hmm. the essence of, you know, what you fall in love with does change. Yeah. You know, like, who you fell in love with isn't the same person they were, like, five minutes ago, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I like that idea of the nature of inconsistency and, yeah. and what, I think for him it's like, for the character of Lolita, of course, it's, like, the most horrible part about it, but I think yeah. it can be seen a different way, and it's such, like, the magic of it, too, is you can, like, mm-hmm. really grow with someone in a way, so... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, wait, read it again. I want to hear it again. So, I knew I had fallen in love with Lolita forever, but I also knew she would not be forever Lolita. What's funny about that is that I think that he's basically saying that eventually, soon, she's going to grow up and not be a child. Yeah. Um, but then, therefore, I also think that that means that he's no longer going to desire her sexually just because of, like, the book, you know? Yeah. My understanding of that whole story. But I wonder if that's just my own sort of assumption and that maybe he's just talking about <laughs> we're giving him a lot of credit. No, no, Humphrey Humphrey's a scoundrel. He's a scoundrel. He's a scoundrel. But let's say that what he's really saying is that you always have to evaluate your relationship as you both change, which I think is valid and true, yeah. you know, because people do change, and you do have to evaluate if you're still comfortable with that or if you're still, you know, attracted to your child lover or not, you know. But that's interesting, you know, aside from, like, 
the child sex part. Yeah. But, you know, but, no, I think it's a good quote. But yeah, that's interesting, just the idea of constantly sort of being aware of the fact that nothing stays the same and that that's impossible, basically. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, totally. Um, do uh, let's do a question? question. Okay. Yeah. Let's do... <laughs> okay, there's this one that wants love and romance together. Um, <laughs> do we want to do a question about texting or a question about someone who wants love and romance together? Let's do the texting one. Okay. Um, it's sort of about texting. Okay. Anonymous says, what to do when you're dating someone who acts very romantic, is very affectionate, attentive, and kind, but also sends mixed messages about whether they want to be in a relationship at all? For example, I won't hear back from him for a couple of days after I text him. It might seem normal to not hear back for a couple of days, and in general, I'm fine with a slow roll, but it seems odd. I love the term slow roll, by the way. But it seems odd when one day we will text throughout the day until we see each other. Then, for no apparent reason, I won't hear from him for a couple of days. Anonymous. Um, so, acts very romantic, but then sort of disappears for a couple of days. I would yeah, I would yeah. say I, I, I despise the, like, politics of texting. Oh, yeah? Tell me yeah. why. And I would suggest to Anonymous to remove themselves from the texting, like, tea leave You mean game. just see the person more face-to-face or just, like, like ignore just, this person? Just call. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Don't, like, Texting yeah. is is to make like a plan very easily or respond quickly to someone. It's not mm-hmm. to like have a conversation or like right. b- blossoming a romance on you know through texting. It's it's yeah. it is the worst way to communicate. Just, <laughs> it is so open for yeah. misunderstanding and, and I it's know. like I watch friends of mine like. They 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 write a text message and decipher like sift through a text messaging that they're receiving yeah. like it's like a novel or like a fucking TV. <laughs> they're like they're like what do you think it means? The period was here and the comma oh was God, there. Like, I've also been so guilty of the when people write a sentence and then there's two spaces in between the word like so there'll be a word like there'll be a sentence that says I'll see you at seven period space space looking forward to it, you know, and I know that what happened is that they erased something and then left an extra space, and I know I'm being laughed at right now by my station manager, but it's true that this indicates that the person rewrote something, and that means so much to me, because it means that they, like, are nervous, and maybe that means that they like me a lot, or maybe they're just sloppy with texting, who knows what it means, really, but you can infer all sorts of things from tiny little things in text messages which is fun, but also very confusing in terms of how do you actually interpret a message that someone is sending you via your smartphone device or not smartphone, whatever you have. You yeah. Know? I mean, look, like, I like getting texts from love interests and from friends and from yeah. whoever, but it's oftentimes, it's so fraught. So that's why I would say, like, with this person, mm-hmm. you texted in that question, um, I would remove yourself from the from that game. That's just my call advice. Them, yeah, call like, them or see there's them. There's no in reason person. to fuck around with texting with yeah. someone if you don't have to. I like agree. and they I don't, don't, they don't like, text you back yeah. in like days. I know, that like, sounds awful. That sounds horrible. You know? No, that sounds terrible. Also, you know what? Um, I've started doing a friend of mine uses voice memos via text. Like you oh, can those just, are cool. you can do it in the phone and I don't know how long it basically lasts you listen to it and then I think you can keep it or not. But basically you listen to it 
and then it goes away, and that's it. And then you can respond with a voice memo or a text or yeah, whatever you cool. want. But I think that's cool because then you can actually translate your tone of voice, your, you know, more than three words quickly. Like, you yeah. can just say something in a 10-second, like, yeah, comment. Yeah, and it sends a little audio file. And it sends a little audio file. Yeah. I think that's like great. Like leaving a message for someone. Yeah, you're leaving a little text message that is your voice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think I'd remove myself as well. And I guess terrible. if I could read into her, like, situation a little more, mm-hmm. the guy that she'll text a lot with and then he doesn't write back for, like, multiple days, Yeah, I would say move on. Like, moveon.org. You know, it's like that. Like, clearly not. Like, yeah. inter- like maybe sort of interested. It's almost, you know, there's yeah. this other aspect to texting that I think is emerging with all like the Instagram stuff like I got Instagram recently mm-hmm. and I was like on it for a month or something mm-hmm. and then I deleted it I guess I, I think I still have it but I don't really yeah, use it's it it's I tagged you yeah, <laughs> yeah. so like, <laughs> like now I look on it on my computer which is when people tag you yeah. oh you look on your computer you can see it on That's my funny. computer still but I mean, yeah. it's there's this aspect to, to like the like culture like getting a like yeah, you know? yeah and I think texting is starting to be like it's starting to bleed into the te- the way people text with each other mm-hmm. and like him getting a message back from you uh, anonymous mm-hmm. is in a way it's like you're liking a photo of his or something like when you send him a message it's, it's like so vague it's, and it's as inconsequential yeah. to him yeah. as maybe like you liked a photo of his he's right. just like dings him and he's like oh cool and it's then like, like general praise it's like you're great yeah that's all it's just like <laughs> yeah. attention like someone's right. giving me attention yeah and i think there's like an aspect to and i've noticed that the reason i say this to anonymous is because i've mm-hmm. experienced it i think and it's yeah. the way I've, I've interpreted by you know like being online and dating yeah and um okay, are you online dating do you have uh, any app recommendations for our listeners i've used a few of them um i've deleted a lot of them i was on like mm-hmm. bumble i was on jdate oh, i would join like hindi matrimony Org, that's that I, one. That's like probably like a Hindu dating site. Oh wait, that's not a real one. You just <laughs> no, no, that is. Oh, it is a real one. Hindi.com, but that's cool. for serious marriage proposals. Not okay. Like a dating site. Yeah. How does that work? How do you go from not knowing someone to a serious marriage proposal? Well, that's like a the better cultural thing. I say in India. I'm yeah. sure they have new ones. Like I used to. I lived. I worked in New Delhi for a year, and that was like oh, a rage back then. Anyway. Wow. Cool. <laughs> I've since I've been on Tinder, and like I, mm-hmm. I'm very impulsive, so I like them and go crazy on them for like a couple of days yeah. and then like delete all of them and then get back on them or whatever. Yeah. But I've noticed with certain people that you meet on it, it's mm-hmm. like they don't want to actually meet. They just want to text. And it's and yeah. I, I have no other analysis of that than it's just like the attention. That it's like this other way of like getting a like on an Instagram or something. It's like yeah. a, it's like this alternate way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard from men that they like Bumble because they feel like the women who are on it for heterosexual dating, the women who are on it, if they like a girl, that it's not just that the girl wants attention. Like, I've heard that as a complaint from Tinder where, like, maybe girls just, like, men feel like girls that they like, they just want to be liked just to be liked because yeah. they're not actually interested in dating. They just want to, like, rack up a bunch of likes and matches. It's so <laughs> weird. Good it's about so weird. That's Which, what I'm I mean, sure, but it's not really dating. You know, like, that's not the intention of, yeah, so. Um, I don't, yeah. I didn't anyway, have I'm just that like much experience on Bumble. I mean, I used it, yeah. and 
I, I even met some people. I think, you know, mm-hmm. you can meet, it's definitely more of like a serious thing, you know. If mm-hmm. you meet someone on it, it's, it's, it's not like a hookup app, yeah, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. Although, it probably is also. I mean, I think all of them can be. Yeah, can be, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we answered this person's question. So there's More or less. Yeah. 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 What were you going to say? Well, just, no, it's fine. Let's go. Okay. Um, do, do, do. Okay, this is a funny question about making up with exes. This person says, what about making up with exes who have done you wrong in the past? Do we think it's worth it? Telling someone your true feelings once time has passed and it is no longer, and it no longer matters to the current situation of your relationship. Is there some kind of health benefit to seeking your true, to speaking your true feelings about the past, or is it more productive to just let it go? Signed, speak up or let it go. Wait, say one more time. Um, what about making up with exes who have done Got you it. wrong in the past? Do we think it's worth it telling someone your true feelings once time has passed and it no longer matters to the current situation of your relationship? So probably like you're not dating them anymore. Um, is there some kind of health benefit to speaking your true feelings about the past, or is it more productive to just let it go? I mean, I think it so depends, but... Yeah, it totally yeah. depends. But also, if you're still thinking about it, however long it has been later, then I don't think there's any harm in speaking. I don't know. I guess it just depends on how much you think it's going to be well-received. Not well-received, but, like, is the person going to want to talk to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, was it a bad breakup? Do you still speak with the person? Is it going to be... Are you in hopes of trying to get back together? Like, what's the motive? Yeah. You know? I think it's always a good idea to clear the air. Yeah, I don't see why it's ever a problem. I mean, LA is a, yeah. a ma- massive metropolis, but you, mm-hmm. oh God, it is like a fucking minefield going out in this town sometimes. And running into people that you Oh my God, you go to a dinner party sometimes <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, I've been with that that person, that person, that person. Oh my God, I've been over here. It's going out with people that you're newly dating to who maybe oh, they now and have no idea. like, oh, love with that person. That yeah, person. yeah, totally. And, yeah. Um, so I've found, if my opinion can be helpful to this questionnaire, um, that it's served me, I think, very well to have Mm -hmm. always, like, at least as much as I could, like, end Mm -hmm. things on a positive way, you know, not burn people and, you know, I mean, that's just, Mm -hmm. like, common decency. There's, if you can, like, keep a bridge to people, why burn it down, you know, yeah, and if you totally. can rebuild it later, like, why not? It's, yeah. What effort is it, you know? Well, and this person phrases it, and I don't know much about the relationship because they don't really um, go into it, but they say, making up with exes who have done you wrong in the past, so it seems like you have felt, you person, have felt wronged by someone who you dated, so I feel like the real question is, like I said, what are you going to gain from trying to speak up about how you felt wronged? Is it so that they will change their behavior yeah, in future yeah, relationships that aren't with you? Like, yeah. does that really matter to you? Yeah. you know? Is it just so that you can be validated by them knowing your feeling? You know, I mean, there's no wrong answer, but I think that the problem is, is that if you feel like someone's done you wrong in the past and the relationship ended, probably it's all for a reason. You know, it's like, if you felt shitty and then it's over, yeah. like, you can probably just sort of tell yourself the things that you need to do about how that person mistreated you and then move through those feelings and let them go, you know, because I, I have found that in my experience where I feel sort of mistreated, it's not that productive to 
go to the person and be like, hey, you know, you did this thing that was shitty. I feel like that was shitty. Just wanted you to know. Like, that's not really that. Yeah, helpful. you can also just, like, let it go. Yeah, it I think that's, that's more helpful move on. Move on.org. Move on. Just, org. just yeah. move on. <laughs> Hashtag move on. Yeah. Org. yeah. But at the same time, if you're really close to the person, let's say, and you felt like the breakup was, you know, whatever, amicable, and you maybe have this person in your life in a friendship way, and you feel like there's one thing that happened in the relationship that you feel is unresolved and you want to talk about and they're going to listen to you because you guys are friendly and you have that type of relationship, then that seems productive. Yeah, and especially so, so if they're in your social world and you, yeah. you have to work with them or something, yeah. then you need to, like, clear the air. Then then it's worth, like, approaching them and just yeah. sharing the grievances and talking it out and shaking yeah. hands afterwards if totally. you can do that. Yeah. But I think out. a big part is, like, the other person being able to listen in a way, which is yeah. so good, and being able to, like, literally, like, actually hear them, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we have only a couple minutes. Do you have any other um, things that you want to talk about over there on your computer? Yeah. Um, I like this one. Uh, this is another Oscar Wilde quote. Yeah. Um, they spoil every romance by trying to make it last forever. Mm. Which... You know, I think he was like, I mean... Is that from Picture of Dorian Gray? Which uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's from Dorian Probably. Gray. And I think, I mean, he, he's a man of his time and that he's like, you mm-hmm. know, to a certain extent pretty misogynistic. Because I'm pretty sure the beginning of that quote is actually like, women try to... forever. Evil sluts. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't think he... I mean, he was like, I'm a total slut and I love it. But yeah. I mean, no, but he was a player. He was, he was a player. I mean, he was like the original playboy. Yeah. You could say. Um, yeah. But... I always thought that was kind of interesting. Wait, read it again. Wait, wait. No, okay. It doesn't say one. Right. They spoil every romance by trying to make it last forever. And I mm-hmm. I think that goes back to, like, the what is the essence of romance, mm-hmm. which is that it's, like, illusory to an extent. It's mm-hmm. um, impermanent. And, right. And, you know, yeah. it will fade yeah. to an extent. Totally. Well... Oh, you know what? We had a question about what do we think is romantic, which I feel like is applicable here. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Well, it's kind of that. Um, but yeah, but I think that, again, is sort of the question of how, if we're talking about romance as something that is maybe the more introductory beginning part of a relationship, and then you move into <laughs> love, which is committed and stale and boring and awful. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. We yeah. hate it. Um, and only think of black and white terms about it. Um uh, like, how do you basically bring some of the actual tactic? Yeah, how do yeah. you fix the two? That's probably, like, one of the eternal questions. And I... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. What yeah. do I know? I'm just, like, little me. You well, know? we can answer this. Okay, so this person asks anonymously, and then this will be our last question. Um, they say, what's the most romantic thing a partner has ever done for you? Um, also, I could use some ideas for romantic things to do for my GF, anonymous male. But what's the most romantic thing a partner has done for you, Sammy Lauren? The most romantic thing. I think, honestly, the most romantic thing it has been just getting very heartfelt notes, like love notes. Aww, you know? Yeah. Those are kind of, you know, I'm not, like, a big believer in, like, I don't, I don't need, like, chocolates or this or that. I don't care about yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just empty calories, to be quite frank. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs empty calories like, in the form of chocolate? Totally. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, smoothie. I think, I think just frank emotional clarity with someone is, like, extremely romantic to me to an extent. And it, yeah. it's, like, I don't personally, like, 
have that instinct necessarily. Like, I'm horrible at writing and reciprocating those kind of words, <laughs> yeah. but, like, receiving them is, is quite magical in a way. Yeah, notes, magical notes. I agree. I've received some pretty magical notes, and they, I think, well, and it's just because someone knows you, and then they're speaking to that, and they're taking the time, yeah. and it really makes you feel so special. And, yeah, it, like, it's the individual attention that is better than just a like on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I have, like... I recently went home, and my mom is moving out of, like, my childhood home, you know? And yeah. I was going to just, like, get anything you want, because I'm going to throw it all away, and oh, I went man. back through, and That's I... That's I mean, an I, adult situation. Yeah, and so yeah. I went back through, and I have, like, love letters from, oh. like, my girlfriend since I was, like, 12, you know? Oh. Um, from summer camp and stuff. Oh, still. So, so I mean, sweet. like, to be able to still receive them, it's, you know, mm -hmm. especially, I mean, that was pre, like, texting and any of that stuff, too, yeah, so yeah. it's, like, to get a, a handwritten note is pretty, yeah. like, special, I think, at this point. I agree. So my, I think, What's one of the most romantic, and this is maybe going to sound unfair to a lot of my more recent partners, but my first ever serious boyfriend, he did this really sweet thing where we went um, on a trip and we took photos we went to Venice and then um, Florence and took photos on disposable cameras. And, and we, I think he had the cameras and he developed them. And then he would send me a photo every week or day. I think it was one every week from the trip. And it, but it That's went really on cool. for like six months or something because we were long distance at You're the time. Getting them. And I basically like six months later was like, oh, yay, this dinner. And like this. Like, nice cool. it's like a kiss that we had. You know, it was like totally cheesy, you know, European photos of like two people in love. Like the locks from Paris. But it was so sweet. That's so, very sweet. That's, yeah. that's cool because it keeps you like. Yeah, and it's so much different than like, I'm going to take a hundred photos of you in my like digital photo right now and then we're going to look at them all together yeah. right now. You know, and it's like, oh, I forgot that we did that thing, you know, so. No, that's yeah. very cool. That's very romantic. Um, all of that being said, I want yeah. to get, like, better at that. Like, I feel I, I identify deeply as a romantic, Aww. like, capital R romantic and lowercase <laughs> R romantic. Yeah, all but, caps. Yeah, and yeah. all caps romantic. Yeah. But I'm bad at the, like, I guess you could say um, hallmark romanticism of, like, our era, like, yeah. the roses, the flower. Like, yeah, but every, every woman or man, whatever your sexual dating preference is, is different and likes yeah. different things, so... No, yeah. I've, I've yeah. found, like... Maybe not all the people that you were dating yeah. want all the, like, traditional things. Uh, so. I, I found, like, the people that I'm usually attracted to and, mm -hmm. like, end up being spending time with, they would all probably love that kind of stuff. Probably but I'm not good at doing it, so... Yeah. Well... I, I, I often feel like I'm more of a uh, everyday, like, I'll go move yeah. your boxes, like, up and down and move up oh, for nice. you, like, that's every day too, but that's I'll, very valuable. I'll never set, send roses, you know? Yeah, well, people will know that now and can choose accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have a car, so no one can call me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, with that, we're out of time. Thank you so much, Sammy Lauren, for being my co-host. This is so fun. I hope that you enjoyed it. Oh, my God. Dream come true. Dream come Amazing. True. Amazing. so much fun. Wonderful. Um, for all the listeners, please send me questions, 213-54-LOVE-ZERO, for the next episode. You can listen to all of Soul Friends episodes on iTunes um, via the podcast, which is Soul Friend Radio, or you can go to soulfriendradio.com and listen to all the episodes online there. Um, I also have been putting up a blog post, so I'm talking online about love, so you can listen um, and look and all those things. What else? I think that's it. Okay. Download, yeah. subscribe, Download, rate, Download, subscribe, review. rate, and review. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to play a song. Goodbye. Bye. This is how we do it.
Yeah. 